0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good morning beautiful people! Welcome to Weaves of Waves. Yeah, I forgot my microphone. I was gonna bring my microphone along so it's sort of tired and get rid of the noise. Band, but I can't seem to find it. <laughs> it's a story of my life, really. You put your headphones down, you put your microphone down, and they just disappear into the back of the sofa somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't really got much to say. It's like I, I sort of poured it all out yesterday. Um, I'm not sure do people have interest in paganism. It seems like a, an old thing. It's like an old tradition. Uh, I'm not Wicca, by the way. Um, I'm not a Wiccan. Um, a Wiccan has to go up through a hierarchy and be initiated, um, and I've never worked with hierarchies very well. Um, I call myself a traditional witch, if you like, in other words, that I just go out and study my own stuff. Um, but paganism to me is is the old-fashioned plebeian plebs. It actually was a slur back in the Roman days, and I kind of like it, it's like... Pagan, fuck off. (laughs) It's it's kind okay, but the word witch is cool. Um, But yeah, it's it's kind of overused, and and yeah, it's it's fine. Um, I prefer sorceress because actually, what I have done is more occult magic and sorcery than I have witchcraft. uh, Especially in the last sort of decade or so. I started off with witchcraft, you know. Witchcraft to me is sort of earth, air, fire, water, altars, goddesses gods, uh, so you've got Earth Mother and Father Sky, and yeah, you, um, you work with your totems and your animal spirits, and it's very basic, it's, it's really good when you're a teenager and I really recommend it, sort of thing, because it gets you in touch, it keeps you fully flowing. Um, yeah, I did Reiki when I was very young, I was like a very young, sweet and innocent, Old. Um, maybe 18, I don't know, but I was very young, and Reiki taught me about energy flow, um, and Reiki should be done in school, they should teach people how to use their energy, some people will never use it, so it's fine, if you're not not into energy that's fine, they've got other things, other um, talents, but being aware of the energy flow around you was one of the biggest gifts that Reiki gave me, um, it sh- I could see stuff and I could feel it and it was real and solid just as much as the steering wheel But and so yeah I grew from that um, I grew into acupuncture which again meridian lines again energy flows um, of the body and of the land side of things, um, because I wasn't love and light and fluffy bunnies, Um, I could see the anger and passive aggression and shadows in people, and I could see a lot of people who were in the love and light community, (laughs) and I'm choosing my words here, and they were vampiric, they were feeding off it like you were gurus, I say that as a swear word, Um, gurus feed off their followers. And, yeah, there's an awful lot of love, light, and, oh, angels and fairies. And I could see what nasty pieces of shit they were. And, yeah, a lot of them are sexual predators. Um, yeah, so hippie chick screwing. That was a thing, you know, that was a main thing. You know, you'd go for a Reiki course and you'd end up screwing the teacher at the uh, after the course was finished. And it, was, it wasn't just Reiki, it was all kinds of things. So I watched everything go shadow. And you can either, yeah, you can either run away from it and stay in the light, or you just look at it and open yourself up to it and experience it. And that was actually kind of one of the best things I did. Because once I started seeing the shadow going into it, so I went into vampires, I went big time, because I could feel feedings going on. I could feel I was feeding. I technically, I, I am in, occasionally. <laughs> I'm learning, learning not to feed off people. In fact, I learned that a few years ago. So you can feed, you can draw people's energy into yourself and feel better for it. And you can trigger emotions in them and feel even wonder, more wonderful about it. And morally incorrect, yes, <laughs> but natural, absolutely. It was coming to me at a very young age. Um, you fight with your siblings for energy. You want energy, attention flows where energy goes. It's a very, very true adage. So, the vampire stuff was very good for me, but I had to learn not to get stuck on it. There's more. You, you evolve further. Um, I get far more energy now out of nature and sex um, and creating art um, than I do off single earth people I don't need to feed off people people are actually kind of yucky I don't really want to look at them um, so yeah I can I can feed off people and I can feed off pain specifically it makes me a damn good healer if somebody is in chronic pain you can relieve it for a little while they all usually bring it back but yeah the the, the vampire is not just um, dark stuff you know there is light in a vampire too and it's a normal mixture of light, light and dark um, and I think if you explore the vampire side of things, you come out with a lot more light in you <laughs> I know that sounds contradictory, but the energetics is so obvious it becomes like yeah, Why? where is the best sources of food for you? Well, go to the beach! <laughs> Energetic food? Go to the beach! Now, I'm not talking about every, every vampire, we're I did learn that there is, they come in all shapes and sizes. but to be vampiric doesn't mean you have to feed off people poach off them, the whole idea of a psychic vampire has got has such a negative connotation um, it doesn't have to be that negative if you are feeding off somebody um, without consent, yeah that's a bit negative, but if you ask them hey, um, would it be possible uh, some of them Many people are actually quite open to it, especially if they're in pain. If you have trouble sleeping, sleep is an easy thing. Um, I can feed off the, the the mind frequencies enough to make you sleep, to so help you sleep. How about that one? Um, so you're not, so you can have a good night's sleep. And I'm not taking much. I just take enough to boost me a little, and you get a good night's sleep. So you're boosted a lot. So. Yeah, the, the whole idea of a push a vampire away is crazy because you're just pushing them onto somebody else. Especially the teenage vampires, and there's a lot of them. And I don't mean all the sort of the stupid um, movies that came out either. Uh, vampires are human, okay? They are human. Uh, they will bleed and die. Um, in fact, we are all vampires at some stage of our life. If you are sick, it means that you are leaking energy. You are even chi, even acupuncture looks at it that way. So if you are sick and leaking energy, you will latch on to anybody who is healthy. Um, that's why hospitals are such a draining places. I couldn't work in a hospital if I tried. Ah, dear. But so everybody is vampiric sometime in their life and children desperately need energy. So if they can't get good energy, they go for bad energy. It's, it was fairly obvious raising kids. So, yeah, the, the energetics of things are needing to look look at. I always wanted to teach it, but nobody really wants to listen. Uh, I stopped teaching quite a few years ago. Nobody asks anymore, so that's kind of cool. It's just like um, Oracle stuff. You know, when I was a psychic reader and tarot reader, tarot and crystal ball reader, I could teach that very easily. I tried to teach it online, but again, nobody's really that interested, or maybe I'm not hitting the right marketing procedures. I don't know how. Not online. And I used to do talks on vampirism. I did a book. I've got a book out called Being a Psychic Vampire. It's on Amazon. Uh, It's fairly cheap now. I took it down to the lowest price ways. I haven't made money out of these things. It's, uh... (laughs) it was an interesting experience. I wanted to just see if I could get it done but the whole psychic vampire thing is moved on from there I mean it's continuously growing and evolving um, I am no longer what I was and I will no longer next year I'll be something different again so when I go out in nature I can get full with glorious energy and when I go down to the beach or into a mountain or And it's a bit of a the next day because yeah I'm as high as a kite on just pure energy and that's lovely that's awesome stuff but the next day it's a bit of a well it's like a little bit of hungover really I think <laughs> ah dear but no it's it's my path I don't know maybe other people do different paths I can see an awful lot of people starved of energy fear takes a lot of energy at you if you're running around scared of dying just wasted away a uh, stupid behavior absolute stupid behavior it's like when you feed a, um, a toddler if you if you show attention to a, a toddler uh, a three four year old little thing and they have not use it to have a temper tantrum you have totally wasted your energy absolutely what well, total waste of time so a, a toddler will wander away and go ah, rah, 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 and it will explode and have a poke and you're thinking that's my energy they're using there little (laughs) sod but energy is is something I can see and feel and know it's there I I get surprised when other people don't so there is like the shadow side of things is part of the light side of things and if you are totally love light no negative thinking positive thinking only positive mantras only you're right bollocks you're, you've got the little voice in your head. You know, I used to have mantras. They used to have all the mantras like, I, Kate, love and approve of Kate. And the little back of my head that was going, Yeah, right, sure you do. Absolutely. Rubbish. The self-sabotage voice. It doesn't work. You can't, you're just clearing away. You're making it all light and fluffy on the surface. While underneath all the shadows rail, And your demons and your fears all rise up and they're weakening you left, right and centre. It's only when you take the lid off them and you just go down there. Now, there's many processes of exploring shadow. Meditation and clearing your mind is not one of them, okay? <laughs> I got cross about clearing your mind. My mind is never clear, it's always active. I've got six dozen tabs open and my mind is doing its thing. Now, I can go into meditation. I've been doing meditation for 40 years, for crying out loud. All right, maybe 30, <laughs> but it's quite a few times. and I've done different types of meditation yeah when I'm angry and mad and when I'm scared I'm not doing meditation I'm sitting there fretting and worrying nah so clearing your mind is not a way of dealing with shadow because it's again it's like it's not there I'm pretending it's not there I'm pretending I'm not scared I'm pretending I'm not a little child frightened in the dark don't bite the fucker it's just you take it full on if you're frightened of death, go out and into the, the woods. Dig a shallow grave and lie in it for all night. <laughs> face your death. It's going to happen. Face it and face it full on. And, yeah, it's, it's not that scary. At the end of the day, it's only... it's only it's, It depends where your body, your, your mind is. But at the moment, body death. That's what I learned when I did the... It was a shamanic training where you do shamanic death rituals, where you write your own obituary and you spend a good 48 hours dying, letting go of the body, letting go of the people you're going to leave behind, and be happy and stuff like that, all that. And it was joyful. And I enjoyed the freedom of fear that it gave me. Uh, hang on a second. Let's pay attention to the road. There we go. So, yeah, there is practices that are needed to shadow work. Shadow work is is not easy. Um, One of the best ones I ever did was um, the uh, Klipperoth. Now, there's lots of bullshit being spouted about the Klipperoth. It's the opposite of the Kabbalah the Bala tree of life, so the Klippareth is the shell, the leftover. So we're talking about old Abrahamic magic, which doesn't come naturally. I'm not keen on it, because I don't have invisible gods or invisible friends. Um, however, okay, it worked for me, because I used the archetypals. So you use the archetypals of Samuel, Samuel's a demon. So you bring up the archetypes of Lilith and all of the uh, Namaya Namaya is the first one and it's you research on what they are, what they represent they represent for example Namaya was the raw human raw base human um, with all the uh, negativity and yes animalistic side of things she's without intellect almost and you face her You acknowledge that that is part of you. And it was awesome. Because each each of those negative archetypes... So with me, it was imagination. So I imagined myself absorbing these creatures. And yeah, you could say if you believe in these creatures that it would be a form of possession, okay? But for me, I didn't believe in them as beings because there's only one being in my head and that's me so yeah the the whole thing of the facing your shadow you have to find your own now I can talk on this for hours and it's perhaps not a good idea but uh, there's so much knowledge and information and so many things you can do to work on yourself facing yourself does not have to be scary yeah people make it so people make it scary and turn off the radio, turn off the TV, and be in silence. And whatever fears come to the surface, hey, there you go. It's all there to face. Okay, so that was my video today. I love you lots. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye now. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Sylvanus at Weaves of Waves, and I hope I weaved for you some hope, some empowerment, and if nothing else, I made you smile. Take care of yourselves and each other. Love you lots. Bye now.